0: Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, an intuitive healer and mindset coach for women, who is here to help you see the gift in disguise in the ups and downs in life so that you heal the mind, body, and spirit. Why? because I know it is possible, because I am not letting a cancer diagnosis stop me from living my best life. And I can teach you too, how to break free from anxiety and overwhelm from a life-changing diagnosis or event so that you can remember your healing potential and create the life that you desire. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode in Beyond the Server Podcast. Happy Wellness Wednesday. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And you know what is interesting? I didn't really think so much about it until somebody reminded me of it, but we're almost to the end of January and I didn't really think about it or talk much about it, but this is the month in which it actually is another year anniversary for me since being diagnosed with cancer. So this month marks another year, which is now 10 years in which I've been living with cancer and I will say really thriving and in, in enjoying life, even if there is that little war at the end of my name. Um, and um, because if you do know my story, um, but if you do not know, you can go back to previous episodes, I believe there are the very first few episodes of the podcast, in which I talk about my story with health and wellness and how I got here to have this podcast. And the main reason was because I was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in 2012, early 2012 and um no symptoms so i am in what they call watch and wait so so it's mainly watching my health monitoring um symptoms anything that comes up and just what doctors usually say waiting for something major to happen to happen until we decide to take a treatment but as i always say i'm in what they what i call watch and live because i don't really want to think about oh i have to wait for it to happen and then um think about what's the next step so because of that and this person who asked me about it um said you know what why don't you share what's been like for the last 10 years and it is so true i i think i mentioned this in on instagram a little while ago on a video that i often do not wake up thinking about cancer Yes, some mornings I do because my body reminds me of it when there is something off. If I have a weird symptom, if I'm not feeling well and um, and I worry, I have anxiety and uh, like everybody else with whatever reasons they have in life, we just cannot brush it off easily. But most of the time when things are great or even if there are other weird stuff happening, I have learned so much to tune into my body in which I do know and uh, pretty much can tell if there is something that is intrinsic in my body or my health, or in this case, the cancer, or if it's something outside of myself that I should just, you know, deal with in a different way. So that's why I don't always uh, or or really make an effort, and it, it is an effort almost daily to think positively, to um, to really discern what is important in that moment to focus on and uh, what it is that I can leave on the side to deal with later or what can I start taking care of right in the moment. So, So that's what I'll be sharing today. So it's been about 10 years living and thriving with cancer. And I'll share some of the the main things that I've learned from this long journey. I cannot believe it's been 10 years. And thankfully, let me also take a little moment to really be very grateful and appreciate science, how far we have come along, because compared to many years ago, or even a few years ago, treatments, and especially for the type of cancer, like blood cancers, right? Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, it is a type of blood cancer because it is a cancer of the lymphatic system, and the lymphatic system is very linked together with the with the blood, uh, with the circulatory system. And so there's been major advances in treatments and in ways to approach the disease and learning about it. And also I will say there's been major advances in really at the emotional and mental level, understand it and really come with peace in in taking care of it, taking care of yourself. And I remember very, very clearly when I was first diagnosed, so exactly about 10 years ago or so, that my oncologist at the time said, um, because I was... at that time, I was really young, obviously 10 years younger than now. (laughs) I was in my 30s. And she said that it is so rare to find patients who are diagnosed at my age, because this is a type of cancer that is very slow growing. And so usually they don't find patients um, showing any kind of symptoms until later in life, you know, maybe 50s, 60s, 70s. And so that's why they were a little shocked to find somebody in her 30s, so young, and but yet not, not having symptoms, right? So that's why we really declined treatment. But at the same time, I will say it was really a blessing. And again, go back to the previous episodes because I do talk more about it. But the thing is that um, sorry, I'm getting a little distracted because one of my cats is doing some stuff here. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, during this whole time, like there's been many lessons as probably a lot of you guys can guess. And what I'm sharing right now, yes, it's been about living with cancer for for quite some time. but at the same time, anything that I will share today, please if i don't you know i don't mean t- for you to be f- to feel like you're disconnected or that maybe this is not for you because you don't have cancer and think if you don't think goodness and i really i'm happy for you because having a chronic because this r- really is like a chronic disease it's something that it's not very it's not fun right and but I will say some of the things that I'm sharing today can apply to anything, any anyone who is going through challenges in life. Anybody who is really having a hard time making sense of what's happening, whether it is loss or whether it is um, for some people it's been about, you know, like having to understand all the changes that we've had in the last couple of years, you know, and that's pretty much everybody for some people is even you know, like trying to even understand the past because for some reason and now they are facing situations that brings them back to past trauma, which is something that I focus and I'm, and in and, and specialize myself in working with clients. So Take a listen, you know, and and a lot of the things probably will resonate and a lot of things probably kind of make sense like, oh, yeah, well, obviously, you know, like being positive is a really good outcome from going through challenges. But, you know, like I always say, whatever it is that you're listening or hearing or or doing, uh, take what is the best for you that really applies to you and leave the rest on the side, you know, no hard feelings. You don't have to do everything that people tell you to do. Um, Because I will assume, I mean, we all are adults, right? And we have a really good head over our shoulders to really um, be clear in what it is that we want and how we want to live life, right? So um, again, if you're new to me, you can always go back and listen to a couple episodes from the very beginning when I talk more about my journey. But basically living with cancer, and now it's been 10 years, um, one of the major... Uh, lessons that I got out of this and I'm still learning obviously it will never uh, it will never end and I feel like if for anyone out there who breathes air (laughs) shits or you know like that's all the biological functions as long as you are still breathing you you're never stopping you never stop learning Life will always teach you something, and that is something to really be grateful for. Because then, why, why, why are we here? I really, I really feel part of our mission is to learn as much as we can. Um, even fall and and be on the down low, and then come back up again as much as many times as we can. And that's really part of life. That's really what's teaching us about life and about ourselves. And so, my hope is that a lot of us are taking all the little. Uh, nuggets of wisdom that we can get and then also teaching that out to the world, right? So the very first thing I will say, and again, all of these, I think I have about 10 lessons and they're not in any particular order, but we can, you know, like um, uh, work it out as we go. So, one of the first things that I am sharing is that the biggest lesson that I got with everything about cancer, living with cancer, or thriving with cancer is really awareness. And I do talk a lot about it. Um, Because when you are in a challenging situation, you're going through trauma, you're trying to learn about yourself, especially when when it has to do with a disease, when it has to do with you making changes in your life so that you have a better lifestyle, you have a better outcome, right? Um, Part of the process of learning about the situation and yourself, because you're not isolated, Okay, with just like with everything in life, everything is so well connected. You're not functioning on your own. You're always, your life and everything that has to do about you is always tightly connected with everything else around you. So that being the environment, food, people, relationships, anything. Okay. So awareness is one of the biggest things that a lot of us sometimes forget about because before cancer, let's say, for me before cancer, I I feel like I was really numb. I feel like I was just doing the typical things that I was told to do because that's just what society teaches us, right? Like you go to school or you go to college, you get a degree, maybe two, three more degrees, you spend so many years in college, you get debt out of it because you have to pay for it. And then when you finish uh, you, on your graduation day, after that, you're like, okay, what do I do now? I have to find a job. All right, what kind of job? At that time in 2008, when I got my, the job where I am now, um, okay, whatever makes sense in that moment, because you're new at this. And unfortunately we are not taught in school about, um, uh, this kind of things, how to decide for yourself that really is something that is inspiring to you and that you really are blossoming by using your own gifts, right? The, The basic thing is like, okay, you study math. The next thing is, you know, find a job that has to do with math but is that really your passion you know there's there's no I don't think there's no insight into that so with awareness um oh yeah what I was saying sorry (laughs) what I was saying is that I was really numb before and so I got my job and I worked at it which I wasn't very happy but that was the thing to do because I had to make money to pay my debt and then pay the bills and it's just a cycle. And so it became a cycle every single freaking day to get up, be unhappy, just do the thing that typical thing that I had to do, go to work, be stuck in traffic and all that kind of crap and, um, and live that kind of a life that is so sucking. OK, and um, and I wasn't very conscious or aware of what I was doing, how I was living my life. What what were the things that I was doing that were joyful for me? How I could enjoy little things? How can I actually work more on my gifts and bring them out to the world rather than spin it in confusion? Because that's how it was back then until I got the diagnosis and of course just like with everything else it takes time to process it all so it doesn't take it's not overnight to wake up and say okay I'm all enlightened and now I know what to do next it took a few weeks I'm sorry not weeks months if not you know years and it still does take time because everything changes and everything is morphing into something different okay so the next thing um So with awareness, actually, this is a big one and it goes deeper because I learned to become more aware of my thoughts, what was the kind of language I was using. And if you've been with me for quite a while and if you listen to me or are following me on Instagram, you know that one of my biggest things that I teach that I emphasize when I'm teaching is having that awareness of, of the language that you use about yourself first and also obviously having the awareness of the language, sorry, that's my cat, the language that you use with everything else, you know, like you rarely or almost never hear me talking about my cancer. I never say my can- my cancer, my problems, or, um, or even complaining about things as if they are mine because I don't want to oh my gosh, these cats, hopefully you you don't hear that. But then again, me speaking about it brings that attention. Anyway, um, you won't hear me talking about, oh my gosh, I woke up with a headache today. Oh, what a life, my body poor, you know, like it's failing on me. I certainly do not talk about fighting cancer. I certainly do not say the usual things that you hear from other cancer warriors, (laughs) I don't want to call myself a warrior, but I don't definitely don't say that my body is fighting cancer or fuck cancer because all of those are negative, negative words and they do have a negative meaning. They carry a negative energy that I do not allow to have in my body. So if after a while and learning and understanding about living with cancer, my goal is to heal myself and make my life better, make my body better and healthier. Why would I want to instill negative energy? Even if the the thought is positive because we're like, "Oh, we're going to beat this shit up." And we're going to like win as if it is a battle or a war. Um yeah, I get it. We all get it, right? We want to empower ourselves by putting something else down, just like in a war. You if you are going to be the winner and and, and um and come out you know alive I guess out of this war you want to kill the other thing down put it down right but I don't always see it that way I don't really necessarily like want to see it as in like I have to win this war and it's, it's very unconventional and it's very unusual for for people to understand that because I get it. You know, like, you don't want to, like, be nice to something that is hurting you so much. But I have learned that, you know, cancer has brought a lot of, um, at least I'm focusing in learning about the positive things that I took away from it. And yes, some people could say, well, Wendy, you haven't had treatment, so you don't know what it's like. That is very true. And I don't want to, you know, mislead you and say... That oh my god like I know exactly how it feels because I don't I never had treatment so I don't know what it feels like to go through that that in through that path but I can tell you what it's like living with it and if anything having that mental awareness that there is cancer in your body it is as draining um, as if you have a treatment because at least when people do have treatment they know what the outcome could be right that you expect some sort of outcome. And um, depending on the type of cancer, either you have surgery to remove it, there's some sort of outcome that you know, okay, this is something that I'm expecting, whether it's 50-50 chance or whatever that might be. But when you, it's like if you are in a room and all of a sudden somebody opens a, the cage that is behind you that has a tiger inside. And you're like, oh, what the fuck do I do do now? Like, I don't have anything to protect myself. So you're like living, learning to live with, quote unquote, the danger. Um, And and how I've learned is pretty much make peace with it and make some sort of a relationship with it, which is, I think, one of those other topics that I'll I'll talk about. So that's what awareness has taught me really is like, understand my thoughts, how I'm speaking, how I'm communicating to myself, my mind, my body, because everything is related. Your body, it is as real, as awake, as alive as everything else around you. So with that awareness, I made this connection between my mind, my body, and my soul as well. So I'm aware of my body, how it is feeling, how those symptoms are coming up whenever I have them. And I will say... I do have some symptoms that they tell you to watch out for, but they are not constant. So that's another tricky thing. Again, it's like knowing that there's something wrong with you, but yet can't do shit about it because nothing is gonna work. You know, it's like, um, oh, because by the way, this type of cancer, it cannot be uh, cured. It can only be treated. So for people with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, there's no such a thing as being in um, free of cancer, or even remission. I don't think that is a word they use a lot. Um, even when it is uh, well, when the cancer is not active, uh, there is something else that they call it, I believe. But uh, but it sucks because you are living with it, you know. And it's, there's no ever a hope as saying like I will ever be free of it. And that's why with that awareness and knowing that I chose to say, well, if I'm going to live with it, I better make peace with it and make somehow of, um, uh, make some sort of relationship with it in which we both are, it, it's, it's like renting a room, right? Whether it's with a tiger, whether it's with a monster, whatever you want to call it and renting that room in this apartment and having to be roommates, whether or not you like it. Well, you kind of better make a little bit you know of a better place for you to have a, um, a somewhat of a good type of life in that apartment right so and with that also comes awareness of my emotions awareness of the soul I got to take care of my my feelings how I feel of those emotions and it's not easy because a lot of us have learned to numb ourselves. And as I told you before, when I said way before the 10 year, like before 10 years ago, I was numb, not aware of what's happening in my life, where in my life I needed to change. Um, and I was really numb about expressing myself, expressing my emotions. And that's really not a healthy thing at all. So so that's, those are some of the things. The second thing I will share is, Forgiveness, that's a big one for a lot of people that are going through uh, challenging situations, anything that has to do with trauma, anything that has to do with your health. Because, and here's the thing about forgiveness, it's not just forgiving forgiving people, because part of you has this awareness, right? Like, oh shit, like is my life over? Like how many more years do I have? So you better, in a way, I feel like part of ourselves is, trying to make peace with things before we leave right but there there could be something true about that but also the way I take it is I wouldn't want to live how many more years I have I wouldn't want to live with um, regret or resentment or any again any negative sort of feeling around me that um, that just is not it's not um, loving it's not fun it's not joyful to obviously enjoy life so you learn to forgive and the very first person that uh should be on that list of forgiveness is yourself not to say that or not to put you down as you're like oh my gosh probably you didn't treat yourself well like I don't want to feel bad about yourself but often we are hard on ourselves often we push ourselves so much We put a lot of pressure on ourselves of being perfect, having to look in a certain way, having to be this kind of a person um, who probably is not really the real you. And of course, other people, anybody who might have made you feel bad about yourself, treating you differently, harm you, even anyone from the past or the present. Um, It doesn't matter because at the end, the goal is really to allow yourself to express those emotions that probably you've been holding on to for too long. And I don't know how much you know about this, but... One of the things that I learned when I was going through, and I'm still learning, obviously, but as I started my healing journey, one of the things that I learned is that sometimes those emotions that are stuck, that we keep them and hold them so dear to our heart because they are, sometimes they but yeah, they might be uncomfortable to express them, right? Especially if it has to do with somebody else. But if we hold anger, if we hold resentment, if we hold any kind of negative emotion, that is still energy that is stored in your body. And what think, What do you think happens with that stored energy when it's stuck basically in your body? It's going to create a block and it's going to eventually over the years create imbalance. And I feel that that's what happens when people get sick. Um, there's the imbalance of your, your energy, your natural energy flowing from your body that is not allowed to to flow you know it's not allowed to blossom in this beautiful person who you are and so it's very important to any kind of unfinished business that you feel that you might have with someone to really resolve it in some sort of way now with this I don't want to say oh you have to go to that person and talk to them and tell them let them know everything that you think or feel about them not exactly you can do this kind of work with you only on your own. Write a letter to that person that you don't have to deliver to them. You can yell it out, scream it out. There is a process that we do in hypnotherapy that is really effective when it comes to talking to that person that not necessarily you have to be in front of them or really let them know about this because what really happens I feel is you're talking to their soul, you're talking to their conscious. And the most important thing about this is that you're freeing yourself. It's more important about you freeing yourself rather than letting that person know how you think, especially if it is something that happened in the past. All right. So again, remember, always, always keep that in mind, you know, forgiveness, forgiving yourself. And forgiving other people as well. And maybe also forgiving the the challenge that you're going through. Forgiving the cancer, if that's something that is part of you now. Forgiving the disease, forgiving the whatever diagnosis that maybe some of you might have. Forgiving aging, you know, that's something that I hear a lot from women like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get old. And I'm like, honey, it is part of life. So make peace with it, forgive it <laughs> and move on. Okay, everybody's going to go through this. Okay, the third thing I want to share, obviously it totally makes sense, is really learning to love yourself. I've learned living with cancer and I'm still learning. I just learned to really put myself first and love myself a little bit more every day. And most importantly, focusing in the quote-unquote imperfections that I felt ashamed of for so many years and really bring them out to light. And most importantly, bring them out to light to myself, not necessarily to show people about it, but more, it's more about me because however you feel about yourself, if you feel insecure, not confident, if you feel like uh, you're not enough, whatever that might be, it is something that you got to deal with, with yourself, right? It's something that you, somehow your mind created that thought of belief and we project that out to other people. But once you change that thought, that belief, that that um, the meaning that we have behind uh, feeling in a certain way that has to do with us once you change that you're gonna change how other people see you as well because they are really a reflection of you so loving myself loving my body more than ever especially if there is some sort of health challenge right loving for who she is one thing that I heard a lot from uh, the cancer community when I was going to the cancer center is that many people who have a health challenge, like in this case with cancer, uh, they have this some sort of a guilt or blame that they impose on themselves. Like, oh, I bl-. like, this is subconscious, by the way. Like, it's not, not a lot of people are so aware of it. Like, they don't wake up. Some people do, actually, but not everybody does. Feeling like, oh, my body failed on me. Like, I blame myself and yeah, everybody will at some point feel bad about it. But eventually we got to learn that it is it is not really us who put ourselves through this. Yeah, maybe some, some things could have changed in the past, but what does it help to look at the past if it makes you feel bad? So we can always look forward. And how can we make ourselves feel better? And loving your body for who she is, he or she is, and having to deal with this diagnosis having to deal with this disease thank your body you know thank you for putting me through this and still being here with me you know I know it is hard on you one thing I teach people a lot is talk to yourself as if you're talking to a little child like thank you for being here and I'm so sorry that you're going through this challenge right now but thank you because you're so perfect you're so amazing because even though you're going through treatments or you're going to whatever it is that it takes to make you better, you're still here with me. You're not giving up on me. on me. And thank you so much for that. I feel like that's how we should really start talking to ourselves more um, because it really brings love, compassion, kindness that not a lot of us have learned to, to incorporate into our lives. So it does take time for sure, but I feel that we it's never late to learn this kind of... Um, tips to start implementing into our everyday routine, and with this, what comes next is my number four tip: is um, is putting yourself as a priority. That's what I learned about myself, like putting myself and my needs as a number one priority. Because again, if you don't take care of yourself, how the hell are you going to take care of other people? Especially if you're a mom, if you're a woman taking care of people. A lot of us give so much of ourselves that we forget how to really slow down and take care of ourselves. And then the next thing is that when we do that is when we are actually sick, overwhelmed, drained, having panic attacks. And when that happens is because it went too far and a little late, not late to fix, but a little late to to obviously prevent it because it already happened, right? So putting yourself first is always, always going to work on your favor, some people say um, well that's kind of selfish and I will respond so what who do you have to report who do you have to um, to explain yourself like do you like are you living life for somebody else and if you are religious i will say yeah you respond to god or whoever god is for you but I'm sure he or she will understand that you're doing this for your own good and the good of other people. Because we, when we are good, because when we are thriving, when we are feeling our best, we do greater things. But then when we are sick, when we cannot move, cannot walk, our bodies are quote-unquote sick or failing. And i don't only like to use that word, but some of you might resonate. When our bodies are not well, we don't do so well either with other people. We cannot take care of other people like we wish we could, right? We don't, we we take time off from work. We can't live our dreams, live our passions. So we don't perform well. So, duh, it makes sense, right? To really put yourself as a priority and think about how can you best take care of yourself so that you can best take care of other people around you. And look, listen here's the biggest thing that not a lot of people do or are aware of girl or boy whoever or man whoever is listening to this right now it is time for you to start learning boundaries and this is something that I'll talk about in in the short future but set boundaries for yourself and other people people need to respect you your time your energy your efforts even if it is family, even if it is your kids, even if it is your spouse. And I've learned that so much in the last few years because yes, I could tell that I was giving myself a little bit too much that I wasn't even having enough time for myself. But now I'm in a better place and I can set boundaries for other people, including my mom. I can totally like set that wall in between us so that I can have a break. And the same for other people. And the same for myself because sometimes you need to put those boundaries for yourself depending what it is that you want to achieve that day. And I think we talked about this a few times in the past when it comes to um, uh, creating the life that you want, having clarity over the things that you desire in life and so on. So I'll talk about this in in the next few episodes um, for sure because people need to learn more about this and be okay with it and it's not selfish and if it is, it's not it's not bad. And it's okay to be selfish every now and then. And I bet you somebody is pointing at you saying, oh, that is selfish of you. Well, look at their life. How are they doing? Like really? Because again, everybody is a reflection of everybody else. Look at other people. If those people are judging you, see how they are doing. Are they happy? Are they enjoying life? Are, are they doing what I'm telling you? Are they doing what they feel is the best for them and for you as well? Are they good role models? again, look around you because that is a reflection of how you're living life. And if you don't like what you see, then start making those changes on yourself. And only if you consider that you got to make changes because I don't want to tell people, all of you guys need to change everything or all of this in your life. Um, It only works if they know that that's what they got to do, what they desire. Okay? All right, number five. Obviously, Living through this process of um, having a cancer diagnosis taught me how to find my purpose in life. And I feel it's the same for anybody out there who's going through challenges or has gone through trauma, has gone through something really life-changing event, finding your purpose, finding something that really makes sense to you, that is meaningful, that is important, that it makes you go, oh my God, this is really what I'm here to do. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe that there is a better way of doing life when you do live your purpose, when you do understand that. And here's the thing that I will say, not everybody, so don't feel bad if you don't, if you don't know what to do, you don't know what your purpose is because not everybody knows that or understands that. And sometimes for some people, including myself, it takes a long time. It takes almost a lifetime and that's okay. Because in the process of figuring it out, that's how you're living it in a way. I really feel that is that is true. Sometimes it is not really, and I know you heard this before, it's not really getting to your destination. It is how you go through the journey. So, and I know many coaches, for example, that are just like me, they said, oh my goodness, this challenge, this trauma had led me to my purpose of teaching others how to live with it. Like I do, Right. Now I teach people how to uh, how to understand past trauma, how to make a better lifestyle out of it, how to live with cancer, even if you have to deal with it every day. Um, so, for people, will be like, "Oh, is that it? So that's your purpose? You're done?" Mm, no, really, because you always keep finding different versions of it, and you always keep finding different types of people who need something slightly different. So, really, it is a journey. That's really what it is. It is not really getting to the final answer at the end of the of your lifetime. Like, okay, this is what your journey or your purpose was. Did you do it or not? I feel very confident that we, as long as we are always Um, asking for more and wanting more in life we are good as long as you have some sort of focus so again if you feel like you don't know what your purpose is that is okay as long as you know that you that there's something about you that wants more something else that is trying to figure it out and if you want more clarity, more guidance, as I said before many times, you can reach out to me. I can help you figure that out. I can help you, if anything, really live a better, positive lifestyle that is going to be more fun, it's going to be more exciting, it's going to really allow you to see the gifts in disguise. What I call also, which is the name of the podcast, Beyond the Silver Lining. What can you find on the other side of the struggle? Is going to make you happier, stronger, thriving, empowered, right? Rather than just living life as it is and being numb every single day like I did, like how many people have done prior to their life-changing event, whatever that might be, prior to a diagnosis, prior to um, losing people, losing someone, especially the last two years, how things have changed so much around us. That's like the biggest lesson. And I feel like because of that, what we've lived the last two years, a lot of people, <clears throat> I'm sure all of the things that I'm sharing right now is is somewhat common for a lot of people because that's really the case when people live through a life-changing event and, and um, having to learn deeper about themselves and learn more about how to make sense <clears throat> of the lessons. Oh my goodness. Give me a little second. <clears throat> my... My throat is closing out. So I'm going to have a little sip of my tea. So, so <clears throat> um, thank you <laughs> for giving me that second or two seconds. Um, but yeah, actually, let me know and, and tell me how this resonates for you. Because I feel I'm I'm very curious to hear what other people got to say. And also because it really allows me to assess who I'm talking to. You know, like who, if it is something that you probably, it is completely different from you, of you, from me, from what I'm sharing and how can I best help you once I know what is, what is, what you're looking for. So if you want, you can take a screenshot of this. If you listen to this through your phone and you can share on Instagram or even just send me a quick email, you know, like if, if we don't, if we're not friends on Instagram, I'm at wellness, Way. Wendy for wellness, <laughs> oh my God, it's a long day. Well, it's not even half half of the day, but um, Wendy for wellness and, or send me an email and um, at wellness at wendyrosenthal.com and I'll be more than happy to help you out with this. So, okay, so that was number five, find your purpose. Oh my goodness, why am I so tired? I don't know, I had breakfast. Okay, number six. <laughs> the next thing that I've learned out of this situation is really using your voice. I will say, using my my voice is the biggest lesson, one of them that I've that I'm so happy to have found because it really allows me to speak up. It allows me to express myself. Um, I've I know I've shared about this in previous episodes, but I am a very emotional person, very sensitive, highly empath. I do feel what other people feel. I do, um, I even hold emotions from people from the past who did, obviously those emotions are not mine, but somehow I, I, this is obviously subconsciously. Somehow my soul, my mind um, took it and, and uh, believed it was part of me. And this is something I believe that I've shared in the past when I talked about hypnosis, which is something that I do and that I get done as well. And in a few sessions that I've had in which I connected with my subconscious mind to understand various things that I was working with, um, some of the past events that I, I recall that I brought up or my subconscious mind brought up and the emotions that came out of it were things that were not even mine. They belonged to somebody else. And But then yet I've carried them all throughout my life until that moment. So again, just like what I mentioned about emotions, how you need to release them because when, when we keep them in our body, they create this balance. So the same thing with your voice. And your voice is a good catalyst to express yourself, those emotions, right? You can sing, you can dance as well uh, to release the energy that is in your body. There are so many ways to release the the energy, but speaking about it it is also as powerful because it is really, it is something as you're speaking, like right now, I'm, I'm speaking out words with messages, but they are something that is coming out of me and it is a creation of me. So anything that comes out of you, it is a creation. And whenever you are creating something, you're giving something out to other people. You are um, expanding yourself as well. Because the teachings that I have, whoever who listens to them, even if it is something that people are not so aware of, but part of me is going with them. And that's my thought that I actually love to think about because it's like, it, that's how we expand. That's how we pass on our knowledge, our wisdom, a little bit about ourselves. And that's just a magical thing, I believe. So it really taught me how to, living with cancer really taught me how to understand my voice, how much powerful that is, what the power is um, going to be carried away. And um, how can also empower other people as well because look if and you know what and if you didn't know um growing up I was a very very quiet kid very quiet very timid very shy uh very afraid of speaking in classes in school I never wanted to be at front never never wanted to participate I always try to hide um unfortunately some teachers could see that I guess and call me out But I never wanted to be seen or heard of. And so that was fine by me. But obviously with this whole process of learning how to live with cancer and learning how to find my gifts, I learned about how to really speak out loud. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. This is crazy. Like years ago, it would have been crazy if somebody told me that I was gonna have a podcast I wouldn't be like are you are you out of your mind that is insane there's no way I can speak um in public even though I'm not speaking in front of people with a podcast but people are listening to this there's something with videos which I do a lot of no way I would be in front of a camera or or you know like making a video for Facebook or Instagram now, it's easier because Instagram now is preferring more short videos rather than long, but I, I did them anyway when they were popular. Um, but yeah, like back then, there's no way I can speak in public. Now, I give workshops. I teach people in, in whether it's online or in real life. I do speak to people about my journey. I do speak to people when I teach them how to uh, make sense of some things, how to understand their mind, their lifestyle, how to make changes, how to live with cancer. So you do learn how to adjust to these new changes, right? So I really appreciate that now I'm in a much better place to be able to share what I'm sharing right now. Um, Okay, so the next thing, number seven, is that, um, which carries over from number six, which is speaking up using your voice, and with seven, I learned how to really communicate with my medical team more effectively, and this is something that, again, can be applied for anybody. If you're going through a challenge, and you find that somehow you, uh, first of all, you're not alone, but if there is a way in which you are working with other people, learn how to speak to them, learn how to ask questions. I always, always tell people, especially when it comes to health, Never be afraid. I, I know and understand that it's very um, overwhelming and um, having the uncertainty or what the health um, is like in this new kind of life. But yet, I, I feel like sometimes knowing is better than not knowing and being caught by surprise. So learning how to ask questions to your medical team if you're dealing with a health situation or cancer in this case, right? How to ask the questions that are going to bring uh, understanding to you. How to ask for what you really want. Especially now with the, the whole pandemic and people, there's various types of um, groups of people with different opinions about it. You know, if you want to talk about it, speak up and gather information as well you know, don't just speak out of your ass, but like know what you're speaking about and ask questions, get involved in groups. Don't just isolate yourself, especially now, right? And I'll say asking questions is the biggest thing that we can do for ourselves because not only you will find answers, whether it's from other people or including yourself, but really it allows your mind to open up to opportunities that maybe you wouldn't be it wouldn't be so clear for you to see before and um, because I think that's what really the mind does well it really is looking for something and you, have you ever like seen yourself find yourself being all you know with this monkey mind like so much stuff in your head that sometimes it's hard to focus that it's hard to make sense of things it's like there's a mental chatter I think that a lot of us have gone through that process right <laughs> Like what is going on? I can't focus today. Like there are so many things in my head. Um, give it clear and concise instructions with questions. Like, how can you focus today? What are three things that you can uh that you can do and complete today that will make you feel good? Can you wait for this million other things to do later on, but not today? Let's just focus on three. You know, like again talk to it as if it was a little child because little childs, i know they're all over the place but they are they in a way they like to be told what to do so they can find direction and so if you want to benefit from it why not using it right okay the next thing i will say which is obvious obviously (laughs) it is having gratitude That's, I think, for everybody who has gone through some sort of a challenge and has faced, whether it is death, has faced uh, a life-changing situation, has faced a lot of trauma in their life and has come out through. Because if you're listening to this 40 plus minutes in, I know that you and I relate in a lot of things and having to go through a lot of challenges in life, but yet we're here standing. We're in power. We made it right? So if you have gone through any kind of challenge, I know that one of the things that you learned about it was gratitude. Really being so grateful for the things that we already have and also grateful for the things that we will have because they are coming to us. It's already said and done. We just have to open up ourselves to it and having gratitude for especially for the quote-unquote negative things, for the challenges, not just for all the good things. I know a lot of people have learned so much about journaling or having the practice of gratitude and saying, oh, I'm so grateful for my house. I'm grateful for the food that I eat every day. I'm so grateful for my family. I'm grateful for the, the um, clothes I'm wearing. I'm grateful for et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And not a lot of people are grateful for the challenges. Not a lot of people are grateful for the diagnosis, or the even the people from the past who did us wrong, because at the end of the day, if there's something good that we learn out of it, it was because we went through that challenge. And most importantly, be grateful about yourself to, to for having going through that. I don't know if I said it right, but having to go through that, it took a lot out of you to be here for you to be here and be standing and be okay or even if things are not all perfect but you're still trying to find a way so you're still doing better than before so still be grateful for those moments in which it really made you cry so much or doubt about yourself wonder what's going to happen tomorrow it's okay you're here now and there's, there's a lot more things to be more grateful for. So if we can practice more gratitude of the things that have really shaken our world, I feel really puts us in a place of receiving. It puts us in a place of abundance because we're saying, okay, I take what is given. Now I'm here for the best. Because I feel everything is a cycle and it, our time will come sooner or later. And I, I'm pretty sure sooner than later. So that's the next, that's number eight. Number nine, I love this one. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you know it. Having fun, (laughs) having so much fun. Um, I've learned so much about this, especially in the last several years, definitely in the last 10, but more so in the last couple more years because Now like honestly, things are so much better when you're having fun, when you're joy life, when you're doing the things that you love. For me lately and when I mention Instagrams, because when I do my videos some of, some of them are funny, some of them I'm dancing and I love dancing. Um and uh and it's it's great. You know, it really puts you in a lot of uh in a lot of good uh high vibe energy. And the thing is that you know, like it's, it's not like, it's not so much, it doesn't take so much effort. It's not a lot of energy. It's it's something that is already in us. We just have to really do our best for, to make it happen. And so why not just really relaxing and have fun at the things that you do? And if it really is taking you some time to appreciate that, or like to really understand it, just ask yourself: How can I make myself enjoy this moment right now? What is, what would it take for me to enjoy life right now, or to enjoy this? You know. And so it's like um, thing like things things are different according to our mood, or to, according to how we live life. So if you're having fun, things will be a little more bearable. If they're really challenging, you'll still be okay. But if you're having this negative attitude and being grumpy, being angry all the time, if there's something that's coming at you that is still challenging, it's going to put you in a worse situation. And who wants that, right? It's not fun. So have fun, really. Put yourself going through life and enjoy the little things, you know, and appreciate it as well. And lastly, I will say number 10 is really Acceptance. That's one of the biggest things as well that I've learned and that is really accept that life will always have challenging moments of reflection that always there will be something for us to learn and the sooner we accept things, the better because we don't want to struggle so much more if we already have, right? So accept the diagnosis. Don't fight it. What can you do with it? Accept this really hard challenging moment in life right now what can you do with it rather than avoiding it because it's not going to go away if you avoid it it's just going you like even if you close your eyes yeah you're not going to see it but as soon as you open them or as soon as you turn back it's going to be there it's calling on your attention for some sort of healing so accept as how things come and and ask yourself what can i do with this how how can i get better from this how can i improve myself okay so um i hope some of these things that i've shared have been helpful let me know i know that a lot of people um because i've i've heard this and that one friend reminding me of it you know people can relate to this even if they don't have a cancer diagnosis it's okay it can be relatable anyway because everybody goes through some sort of challenge so Why not embracing life as it is and learning from each other, okay? But again, I will say the last 10 years of living and thriving with cancer have been, uh, yeah, challenging. It still takes time for me to learn and understand and still, and I will say, I'm still learning how to manage the anxiety and overwhelm that I get sometimes. But that compared to how I'm enjoying life now, you know, it's way better than before. And I, have the, and I trust and I have this confidence that things will be better and better um, and if, whenever there is a moment in which I have to face the decision of treatment or not treatment or what to do next that I'll be in a better headspace to make that decision so hopefully this was helpful for you guys let me know I hope and pray that everything is amazing with you so much health, abundance, money, worth and a lot of uh, good stuff coming for you so again if you ever are curious how to work with me you can simply reach me out at wellness at wendyrosenthal.com I'll be more than happy to support you there and help you out and uh, and see how we can go from there All right, so Um, that's it for today have a blessed day and I'll see you guys on the other side